Hi, my name is Queen Zoya Counts, and I would like to welcome you to my podcast, Miss Z's Storytelling. I will be reading Kodia, written by Queen Zoya Counts, narrated by Queen Zoya Counts. Kadia Chapter 14. Kente. Kente loved being in that big white house with James. Even though she was young, he treated her with so much tender love and respect. But of course, May was being her usual self by side glancing her and being rude and so disrespectful. Several times, James had to correct her on her attitude towards Kente. All the other workers of the house loved her, and she would do small juju spells to help them. Kente had no idea on what she was doing, but Marinette Pointois would take over and teach her. They had begun coming to her more, and only a few were still going to see May. She was not trying to steal her people from her, but they all hated her arrogance. Kente was about to turn 16, and she was so excited. May had told her that she was planning the drumming ceremony to be at the rock that she had laid upon when she visited her mama, and that they would also be celebrating her birthday. At Kente's home, her mother would have a huge celebration for her. People from the neighboring villages would have come from miles around to celebrate her momentous day. There would be beaded necklaces placed around her neck with sacred dances made in honor to the ancestors. This would also be the night that she would be able to choose her mate for life, and they both would sit on the great stools together. Kinte had no idea how it was going to be here in this land. Kente was sitting in the parlor when Jacob entered, smiling. How you doing, missus? I'm okay, Jacob. She smiled at him. Still trying to get used to this place. Well, you're fitting in quite nicely. I know, but I am very excited about my birthday. I wish I was home with my Nana and Baba, but my birthday here is going to be just as grand. Jacob walked over to her and sat down beside her. He took her hand into his... Kente had become to him like a daughter in the brief time that she had been there. He felt this need to protect her and he wanted to keep May from her. Master James has something planned really nice for you. I know that it may not be like home, like in Africa, but it will be really nice. Kente looked down at his hands enveloping hers. Jacob, thank you for all the kindness you have shown me since I came. I know how it is to be taken from one place and brought to another. I have not always been here myself. Kente looked at him quizzically. Please, tell me, where are you from? I come from Nigeria. I am Igbo. My name is Akanam Malinke, son of Obi Akache Malinke, he said proudly. 
Kinsey bowed her head, giving honor to his name. But here they just call me Jacob. This caused a grin to spread across her face as well, because at times, Jacob could be so humorous. I feel like I am meeting you for the first time, she said to him. Jacob smiled, taking her hand and kissing it gently. Well, 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 what we got here? May said, walking into the parlor. Jacob released her hand and stood up. I'm just having a quick visit. May walked over to the window, moving the curtain back. She looked out of it. Glad it was me that saw you and not Master James. Jacob looked back at me and walked out the parlor without saying goodbye. Kente stood up and moved towards May. She stepped up to her and May stopped looking out the window and turned to face her. Why you hate me so? Kente asked her. I don't like the way you look. You are evil. I know that you did something to Master James to get him to love you. She said, sneering at her. I can't help the fact that I was born this way. I can't help the fact that James cares for me like that. May began moving in closer. I hate that you carry Marinette Brentois inside of you. You stole my people from me. Kente began backing up from her, but then she felt Marinette stirring inside of her and she stood her ground. You sound just like these white men when you say that. They are our people. You have just as much power as I do, but you don't know how to direct that energy in a more helpful way. I apologize for your hate. Kente turned around and walked out the parlor, leaving her standing there with her mouth wide open. Kente prayed that Marinette would protect her from May's wrath. Chapter 15, Kadia. I woke up feeling refreshed and not as tired as I was on yesterday. I slipped out of the bed and went to see if Abena was up. Abena! There was no answer. I walked into her room and she was not there. She must have went jogging or took a morning walk, but she loved speaking to her spirits during the rise of the morning sun. I could smell fresh coffee, so I walked into the kitchen and poured me a cup. I walked back to the living room and went outside on the porch and sat down in the rocking chair. I closed my eyes and inhaled the fresh morning air. I could feel it surging through my body and enhancing my lungs. When I opened my eyes, there was a man standing on the stairs. The sun was blocking his face and as I stood up and moved towards him, he moved closer as well and I could see his face. It was the man from my dreams. Can, can, I, can I help you? I said, stuttering on my words. He smiled at me, but I ain't smiled back. Hi, my name is William, but you can call me Will. 
You did not answer my question. How can I help you? William smiled again. He already loved her abruptness. She was a woman after his own heart. I don't need your help. I saw you in Asheville, and I got on some stalker shit and followed you here. My hotel is not far from here. Hmm, that do sound some like some old stalker shit, I said to him. I must have struck a nerve because I could feel him starting to become nervous. Well, is there something you wanted to chat with me about? No, and yes, he said. I just want to know, do you date white guys? And if so, would you be willing to go out on a date with me? I always dated black men, and I never thought about stepping outside of my own race, especially knowing that if it was not for the white man, my people would not have ended up in this country being slaves. Besides, I was dark as hell, and what would a white man want with me but sex? No, I have never been out with a white man. But... I would love to go out on a date with you. Now, where in the hell did that come from? I was not going to say that, but it was as if I could not control my tongue. Great, he said happily. I will be here to pick you up around seven. Pick who up? Abana asked, walking up on the porch. Will, this is my sister, Abana. Abana, this is Will. I said, introducing them. Will stuck his hand out, waiting on a handshake, but Abana twirled her fingers instead. I don't shake hands with people, but I do acknowledge your presence, she said to him. Oh, okay, Will said, placing his hand in his pocket. Will is staying at a hotel around here, and he asked me to go out with him later. I told him that I would, I said to him. Abana looked Will up and down. This must have been the man that the sisters was talking about. He did indeed favor her ancestor James. He was tall, about six foot five, and he had a long beard with green eyes. Well, we did come up here to have fun, so why the hell not? Abana exclaimed. Damn, she sounded happy, I thought to myself. Well, great, Will replied. I will see you around 7 o'clock. Will walked down the stairs and got into his truck. He was so happy that this beautiful woman was going to be his for the night. Abana turned around and walked into the cottage. I followed her as the door closed behind us. She went into the kitchen and got her a bottle of water. Girl, I'm glad you didn't act all stuck up, she said to me, drinking from the water. I wanted to say no because you know I love my brothers, but I couldn't. You need to go out and have some fun, she said to me, especially with all these weird dreams you've been having. Well, we are in Asheville, and who will know that I went out with a white guy? <laughs> she said laughing what happens in Asheville stays in Asheville I said <laughs> laughing back at her yep what happens here 
stays here, my sister said. I felt like there was a double meaning behind her words. I walked back outside and sat on the porch. You have just been listening to chapter 14 and 15 of Kadia. Once again, I would like to thank you for listening to my podcast. You can reach me at queenzoaya at gmail.com. Also check out my website, www.queenzoaya.com. And you can follow me on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I am under the name of Raw Lioness.